I'm Linda. And I'm Craig. And this is the Indie Travel Podcast at IndieTravelPodcast.com. This is episode 144, where we talk about our first impressions of travel in Chile. Yeah, we're in Chile. It's, it's so exciting. Awesome. At the moment, we're in Castro, which is the capital of the island of Chiloé. And we're here with our friends, Janine. Hola. And Maroni. Hola. And we've been speaking Spanish all day, so if we come out with a few like Spanish words or Spanish-isms, or we just speak Spanglish inadvertently, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> sorry in advance. Well, this episode of the Indie Travel Podcast is brought to you by WorldNomads.com. WorldNomads.com provides great value, global travel insurance. You can buy, extend, and claim online, even if you're already traveling. All policyholders also get free travel blogs, safety advice, and language guides for your iPod. WorldNomads.com. Keep traveling safely. So, here we are in Chiloé, and we've just been traveling. We, we arrived in um, Chile, where we are at the moment, <laughs> just over a week ago. So today's Thursday. I'm pretty sure it's Thursday. Is it Thursday? Yep. Yeah. Okay, so it's Thursday, and we arrived on Wednesday. We had the longest Wednesday in the world. It was incredible. We woke up at 6 a.m. because we had to go and... Oh, we were on national TV. Did we talk about that? No. No, we haven't told you. We were on national TV last Wednesday, which was the longest Wednesday in the world. And, um, yeah, we appeared on New Zealand's TVNZ's breakfast show, which was really cool, just for a couple of minutes. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can, if you want to see us, you can look on the website. There's a link. There sure is. Um, and so the flight, it was 11 and a half hours, and we flew off with Janine. Janine's one of our best friends, and we're traveling her with... What? Three, <laughs> three months? With traveling with her. Sorry. <laughs> What, three yeah, months? Three and a half months through South America. It will be great. Yeah, it's very exciting. So, yeah, but we left at four o'clock in the afternoon and we arrived at midday in, you know, the, the same, same day. Same day. <laughs> so we went back in time. It was incredible. Smooth. Very tiring. Very tiring. <laughs> Janine and I somehow have realized that we can't sleep on vehicles. Craig, and on the other hand. Craig can. And Maroni can. Eyes, leans back. He's off. We're not impressed. We've, we've been traveling by bus and... Janine and I will be sitting there going, so we're awake. So we're still awake. And the boys are snoring in the seat in front of us. So (laughs) jealous. So coming into the airport, there were some customs declarations to fill out on the plane. Just a couple of pages. Um, Pretty standard stuff. But um, what were they looking for? Um, It was muesli, honey, meat products. Um, yeah, it was quite else? similar. It was quite similar to New Zealand. They wanted anything that could pose a threat to their biodiversity. So things that were natural, seeds, yeah, honey, meat, that kind of thing. And um, you had to fill in the form, but they didn't really look at it. They did, however, have dogs coming around and sniffing your bags. So, and I imagine they would have had a check on the other side of the bag of you know before the, the bags came out, out yeah. um, to check for yep. any kind of drugs or. Um, Bioproducts, yeah. and they had um, biosecurity sensors, so everyone mm. had to put their bags through uh, through a scanner um, in customs before yeah. leaving the airport. So it was really similar to New Zealand, and quite a lot different to what we experienced when we were in Europe. Yeah, so very different. So we came out of there and met Maroni, um, yeah. who put us on the bus into the centre of Santiago. Uh, what was the the bus number, or what was the bus called? Uh, the bus call is uh, there are two ones, with Turbus and Centro Puerto, which um, arrived from the airport to Metro Los Héroes in Centro Puerto and Metro Moneda in Turbus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool, and that was about 400 each, I think. 
How much does it cost? How much? Um, no remember. <laughs> <laughs> One thousand and seven, I guess. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Okay. That's much more than I remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Smooth. But we could just pay on board for for that. So you walk up and and give cash. Mm-hmm. But the bus service in the rest of Santiago is quite different. Um, you need to buy a card, a tarjeta bip. Tarjeta bip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's like a prepaid card, eh? Yep. Yeah. So you buy the card, and that's about 1,200 pesos, I think, for the card. And the card is 100 and 200 pesos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you just load it with money, and then you, you tag on the yeah. bus, or you tag on the metro. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Sweet. So, yeah, you can tag on and off. Um, but if you don't want to buy the card, if you're just there for a short time, um, you can buy single-use metro tickets. Mm-hmm. But you can't just, pay just cash for the bus. Yeah. yeah, but not yeah. for the bus. Yeah. 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 And the other thing about the BIP card is that if you use... A bus or a metro within two hours, they only charge you for one journey. Mm-hmm. But yeah. if you buy... So maybe you can go in metro and mm-hmm. return by mm-hmm. bus and just use one... Um, one credit. One credit. Yeah, yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's much cheaper if you're there for... If you're doing more than a couple of journeys, um, it's going to work very quickly, work out cheaper to buy the card. Yeah. So we were talking about it before, and uh, Maroni recommended we put on about 6,000 pesos if you're going to be in Santiago for four or five days. Yeah. That's, that's, Around that's a good three, start. Three, three, three credits by day. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's a good start, and, um, yeah. Cool. Worth a go. Hey, um, how about Santiago as a city? What... what what are your thoughts? What do you think? Um, well, you guys made the comment that it gets a very bad rap in the guidebooks, which, you know, I've seen that as well, but we really enjoyed our time there. Yeah. And there's a lot to do, and just wandering around the city, it's quite fun. Um, there's a lot of different parts of town. It'd be very easy to get lost. It's a very big city. Yeah, it is. It's really enjoyable. Yeah, I mean, we went up to, uh, is it Santa Ana? Santa Lucia. Santa Lucia. Santa Lucia, um, which is a, a Spanish fort. Yeah. roughly in the middle of the city but you get big 360 views from the top and it's impossible to see the end of the city <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's the smog or <laughs> although the smog wasn't too bad apparently because it's figury apparently in winter it's a lot worse is that right? Yeah. yeah. but what I really liked about Santiago is that the landscapes are so different I mean the city is surrounded by hills so when we were driving in from the airport we could just see hills in all directions and you could even see mountains with snow on them in the distance. And then you drive through these different neighborhoods or barrios, and all of the houses are different in different areas of town. So I really like that. Mm. Cool. Well, I mean, we're only there for three days, but what was your, your favorite part of, of Santiago? What was the thing we did that you liked the most? Mm, I don't know. I think the thing that we did wasn't really an activity I think it was the couch surfing mm-hmm. I love it it's amazing we decided to try couch surfing it's just going so well we stayed with the family um, who lives in an area called Las Condes and there's Maria Paz her husband Christoph and their, their, their kid and they're all so sweet to us um, we obviously don't speak much Spanish although we're learning and Maria Paz doesn't speak much English and so our conversations were <laughs> rather interesting but we managed to get by and, and we really got an idea of what real life in Chile is like so that's mm-hmm. been really cool yeah 
And I enjoyed the um, Museo Nacional Bellas Artes. Sí, Bellas Artes. Bellas Artes. <laughs> my Chilean accent. Um, which was a sort of modern and modern art museum, I guess. Yeah. Um, it was in a really beautiful building and just had quite a lot of different rooms you could wander around and look at things. It was a photography exhibition on mm -hmm. while we were there, which was interesting. And yeah, well worth a visit, I thought. Mm. And only 600 pesos. Yeah. Very cheap. Very cheap. Yeah. Um... I don't know, I'm trying to decide. I enjoyed, um, yeah, that, that afternoon we went up Santa Lucia and then walked down and just along the road to the art gallery Janine was just talking about. Yeah. And then we walked um, along the river through, through a nice park and it was just a really nice afternoon. So that was really cool. Um, I'm looking forward to going to see a football game when we return uh, next week. Going to see... Um, Is it Colo Rock? <laughs> <laughs> well, we, 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 haven't, we haven't stopped talking about Colo Colo. Marina's wearing fanatical. Marina's wearing a Colo Colo shirt at the moment, and he keeps and getting Colo Colo wristbands and two Colo Colo wristbands, and he has like two other shirts in his bag. That are Colo -Colo. And his room is decorated with Colo Colo, and he has a flag outside his house that's Colo Colo. Everything. Oh, and he oh, has a towel that's Colo Colo. He's going. Yes, Just imagine He's that you showing can see the microphone, it. the color um, color flag. You can see this. <laughs> we'll, Remember that we're recording this, but not with. with yeah, we'll, video we'll, we'll, put a, we'll, we'll put a photo on uh, indietravelpodcast.com in the show notes. So yeah, it's quite hilarious. Sweet. So, um, Maroni, what's a what's a part of Santiago we haven't seen that people should should go and visit? Hmm, hard question. I know, that's why I asked you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, there are a little town who is called Pueblito Los Dominicos, and, and it's in Las Condes, and it's really nice, but it's a little far west side. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we only have three days. I think it would be nice to have more time. All the guidebooks say... Just arrive, spend a day or two yeah. days in Santiago. Yeah. But we, we had three days, and I feel like we haven't seen a quarter of it. Yeah, we could easily do a couple of weeks there, I think. Yeah. Um, Just or we could come back and live here for six months. <laughs> <laughs> give, it, give it up, Linda. <laughs> give it up. <laughs> we can't make plans that far in advance. It's just not going to happen. It's really nice. <laughs> so so um, something that's important to us, and probably you as well, is internet access. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Now, there's been quite a few places with Wi-Fi signs, um, but all of the networks have been locked down. Mm -hmm. So um, any of the bars, cafes, restaurants with Wi-Fi signs um, are quite happy to give you the, the WIP password or the WPA password. Um, but you do need to go in and buy something and ask for it. There's right. very, very few unsecured networks around. Yeah, there's plenty of internet, but you have to pay for it, basically. Yeah. Um, internet cafes aren't... Most of the ones we've seen don't have Wi-Fi and mm. won't let you plug in your laptop. Yeah. If you're going into an internet cafe, you can only use their machine, mm -hmm. or at least that's been our experience. Yeah, well, we went in and used one yesterday, and it was fine. I mean, the, inter the, the computers were okay, they were fast enough. You know, it's a much better experience than a lot of internet cafes I've had that were clean. Yep. It was fine. And reasonably cheap at 200 or 300 pesos for a half hour. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Yeah. Sweet. So we started in Santiago and now we're in Chiloé, which is probably about a thousand kilometers away. Is that what we decided? I think so. I think so. Yeah. Give or take. We had a look on the map the other day to try and figure it out. It's Craig's really not, not so very close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Janine's sitting here with her uh, accounting book. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Snapped. 
snapped. Um, so yeah, it's it's been quite a lot of hours on the buses. So mm-hmm. we can tell you all about travelling Chile by bus. <laughs> There are lots of different companies to choose from, and basically we've been letting Maroni do all the choosing because he's amazing at things like that. <laughs> but yeah, we travelled down from uh, Santiago to Temuco on an overnight bus, which was a good idea because it was about eight hours. Eight hours. Eight yeah. hours. And um, you can choose between different types of seats. It, different companies have different seats on the different buses, but we had ones that reclined but not fully. And it wasn't too expensive. I think it worked out to about 25 US dollars person oh, oh, well, yeah. 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 Um, but they didn't recline all the way to get reclining seats like full lie down seats would have cost about 60 US dollars and for me that just doesn't seem like good value because a hostel costs about 20 US dollars so I prefer to travel by day and then sleep in a proper bed at night well, yeah. we might still try it we, we are doing a couple of long journeys mm. like in about 48 hours we're going to be going from uh, Porto Mont or Porto Varas Portovaris all the way up to Santiago overnight. So Moroni and I are looking forward to sleeping well, while <laughs> Moroni and I aren't looking forward to the next day. <laughs> oh my goodness. Putting up with Linda and Janine. You'll exhausted. be going out to find me coffee. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be finding me a place to sleep. <laughs> Thinking about coffee, the service on the buses exists, but it's not that great. Um, I mean, my best intercity bus experience has been in Turkey, mm-hmm. where you sit down, and as part of your ticket, you get snacks, there's a person on board who's always offering you tea, coffee, soft drinks, juices, and, it's and all that's, included in that's the just all included. Um, on our longest journey, our overnight one, we got a small breakfast. Um, mm-hmm. What was in the breakfast? There was a little juice, um, a little kind of biscuity snack thing. Mm. And some, some breath mints, <laughs> which I didn't find because they were so small, <laughs> or maybe because it was so early in the morning. But it was exactly oh, what I wanted. I mean, it was six o'clock, and it was something just to to wake up to. We then went and had mm. breakfast at Maroni's aunt's house, which was very nice. And then she put on the oh, the nicest lunch ever. It was so <laughs> yeah, good. it was delicious. <laughs> oh my goodness, it's been so good. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess staying with people has really characterised this trip, eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the people we've met. I yeah. mean. For me, meeting Maroni has been amazing because we've been chatting online for like five months, please, six, like, months. six months, every day for like two hours. So actually being together has been really cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Linda's imaginary friend has uh, <laughs> finally become real. I'm waiting to look at some of the photos and videos and see if he actually appears or not. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, but we've met so many other people as well, like couch surfing. We met Maria Paz and her family and Felipe and his family. They were really good. They've all been so generous and so welcoming and hospitable. It's it's been very interesting seeing Chile from a local's perspective. That's Mm. right. I'm loving it. I really am. It's amazing because we've always stayed in hostels and we're staying in kind of a guest house now. But it's much more like a guest house and much less like a hostel because we we had breakfast downstairs this morning and... um, Oh, and when we were having our dinner last night, the, the woman who runs the place, who owns it, was just sitting there having a glass of wine with us, and it, it just feels very family-oriented. Mm. Yeah, it's good. Um, and thinking of staying with people and doing things in the Chilean way, food. Food. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the Chilean way of eating is different to the New Zealand way, but it's very good and very tasty, so that's not a problem at all. But it's, um, yeah, we have a small breakfast, which at the moment has been including... Um, bread, butter, jam, and avocado. So apparently, mm. the end of summer and all of 
all of autumn, there's a lot of avocado around. We've been having avocado for almost every meal, and I'm, I really like it, so that's fantastic. And yeah, coffee and juice. Mm. Then lunch is the main meal of the day, so we've been eating out for that. And um, either just getting a, a meal or a menu del dia. And a menu del dia is, changes every day, hence the name, menu of the day. Um, sometimes it includes all sorts of things. So one we had included a drink, a salad or a soup, bread and pevri, which is kind of like a salsery thing, and um, then the main meal and then dessert. So that was really good. And other ones just include the main meal and maybe a, maybe a salad. Yeah, um, what's that coming in at? About 25,000 to 4,000 pesos yeah. we're looking 25. at for, yeah. 2,500. 2,500, it's sorry. A different number. 2,500 to 4,000 pesos. I hate numbers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 2,500 is a pretty good deal. We had one for 2,300 and that was incredible. Yeah. But yeah. Looking at around 3,000. So prices for eating out are not dissimilar to New Zealand, but drinking is um, really pretty much peso for dollar. Yeah. Um, By which I mean the prices are pretty much the same. We couldn't believe it. We we went out for lunch and we had this menu del dia for 2,300. And then we went to have a drink and it was like 3,000. 4,000 for two drinks. So that was... Very interesting that it's a lot yeah. more expensive to drink than it is to eat. And Janine managed to have the happiest hour in Chile. <laughs> yeah, we ordered... They have this happy hour where you get two drinks for the price of one. So they bring you your first one and you drink it and they bring you a second one. Which is really different to what I think of when I think of happy hour. Mm-hmm. I think happy hour, you buy... You pay for half of your drinks for the table yeah. and everybody gets a drink. So, yeah. you know, if you bought beer at happy hour it might be a reduced price or you mm-hmm. might get two for one mm-hmm. in which case you get both of your beers at, at the, same, the time. same time and you give one to a friend exactly you give one to a friend because who's yeah. drinking alone <laughs> <laughs> so yeah but this was different so we got we all ordered our drinks i had a, a mango sour and then ordered a mojito and the boys had beer beer <laughs> kunstman beer eh? kunstman, beer. kunstman. Beer. it's not so it's Toro Bayo. Yeah. See, it's the best. Um, yeah. The best we've tried, I think. <laughs> if there's better beers in Chile, you better go and get me some. <laughs> but yeah, it was quite funny because the first drink that came out, Janine's one, the mojito, was really, really strong, and my one was fine. And then when the other one came out, we decided to switch, so she got my uh, mango sour, and that one was really strong as well. So Whereas Linda got a normal strength mojito and a normal strength mango sour. <laughs> they were really good. Such <laughs> <laughs> So we rolled Janine back to the uh, <laughs> back to the apartment where we were staying. It's good fun. Um, you want to talk about street food, Linda? Your, I love street. Your food. enduring passion. I love street food. One of the things I love about travel, as you probably know, if you've listened to more than one of our podcasts, is I love I love trying the food on the street. I love trying the things that you can just buy on the street. And one thing we've noticed about Chile is you can't really buy a full meal on the street. You can go into a little tienda, a little shop, and buy um, a completo, like a hot dog, and that's kind of a large snack or a meal. Or an empanada. Or an empanada or something like that. But that's not really on the street. The thing that's sold on the streets are nuts, especially sweet nuts. Mm, they're really tasty. Uh, mote con jusillos. Mote con huesillos. Mote con jusillos. <laughs> I'm sure working on it. We had a pronunciation lesson yesterday and I'm not doing very well with you. Maroni, maybe you should Mote explain huesillos. what that is. <laughs> what is it? Mote con huesillo is um, maize mm-hmm. with, um, what's the name for durazno? Peach. Peach. Peach, mm-hmm. peach is 
dry, mm -hmm. and then it's um, re wet, yeah, and it has the maize mm -hmm. and the peach mm -hmm. and on peace juice, mm -hmm. yes. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing. It's so great. So you've got this cup that's half full of maize, and then whole dried and then re-wet peach, and then the juice on the top. And it looks incredible, and it tastes really good. Too, it's a meal in a glass. It is, and it? it's very, very sweet. Yeah, that's like right. everything. That's right. Everything in Chile is sweet. Everything apart from Moroni. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's not so good for me. <laughs> So, um, yeah, we've noticed that the, the, the coffee is sweet, the juice is sweet, the bread is sweet. The bread is sweet. <laughs> the main savoury meals are sweet. Janine, tell us about pastel de chocolo. Um, yeah, pastel de chocolo. <laughs> this is what we had for our first menu del dia, and I was a little bit sad because when I saw on the menu board pastel del chocolo, I was thinking chocolate pastry. <laughs> this is brilliant. We can it for our main meal at lunch. I like this country. <laughs> However, when it came out, it wasn't chocolate and it wasn't pastry. It was uh, a, a meat dish. It was sort of kind of like a casserole, I guess, mm -hmm. with a very thick layer of um, corn kind of mash on top. And it was very sweet as well. They put a lot of sugar in their cooking, yeah. even in the savoury things. Yeah, and then we were offered extra sugar to put on the top of that. Yeah, really nice. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. It was, it was very tasty, but it was definitely not a savoury dish, in my opinion. <laughs> Um, so I guess the last thing to say about food is tipping. Uh, if you're buying street food, um, no tips required. If you're having a sit-down meal, um, around 10% is customary. Sometimes it'll be separated out on the bill, mm -hmm. so you get your cost and the tip and the total. Mm -hmm. um, but that's not compulsory, though it is customary and highly recommended. Yeah, but if you don't quite have enough, you don't have to pay at all, for example. Yeah. Yep. Um, what else do we want to talk about? Um, Spanish. Oh, I have oh. to say that. Yeah? Um, mote con huesillo is not maize. It's... Wheat. Wheat? Yeah. Wheat. Yeah. Oh, sorry about that. That's no problem. <laughs> I, I have to know my country. <laughs> <laughs> it's mote. What else do you need to know? <laughs> Smooth. So, yeah, a bit of Spanish goes a long way. Definitely, definitely. I think quite a lot of people speak English, but if you go into a shop like a fruteria or something like that, you're going to need to know a bit of Spanish. So definitely learning the numbers. And because the num like the, the currency in Chile is so huge, you need to know really quite large numbers, mm. like dos mil. Yeah, you need to <laughs> know your, your, your thousands and your tens of thousands rather than one to ten. Yeah, yeah, um. definitely. Which is quite complicated. Yeah. You also need to know one to ten. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, because they have a one peso. I think it's made out of cardboard. <laughs> we sure. decided it wasn't plastic because Janine tried to eat it. <laughs> it's tin, uh, I think. It's so amazingly light. And useless. It's, and worth uh, nothing. I mean, considering that mil pesos, so that's a thousand pesos, is worth about $3 New Zealand. Which is about, what, under $2 US at the moment. I think it's about two fifty. But US really? A thousand pesos is worth about two. No, because it's only two seventeen New Zealand, so it must be around a dollar fifty US. Okay. How much is one thousand pesos worth, Maroon? In, in US dollars. New Zealand. Mm, three and two. Three dot two. Three point two dollars yeah. in, in no, no, US New Zealand. Yep, I guess so. Okay. Mm. Okay. Maybe more than well, we're one, thinking. One US dollar is mm. three hundred pesos. 
Really? So it's the same as New Zealand? They can't uh, be right. What? Well, New Zealand? No, no, dollar? US. Oh, New US, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and 500 mm-hmm. and 20 pesos mm-hmm. is one dollar. Okay, so it's about $2. Dollars. Yeah. 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 Sweet. What are we talking about? How much is the peso worth? Right. Numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Greg's just got this blank look on um, And yeah, because of because Linda's been studying hard and Janine and I have been being lazy, um, <laughs> Janine's, uh, sorry, Linda's been our primary point of contact for couch surfing. And because she's been applying for things in Spanish and asking people in Spanish, that's gone much, much further mm. than we would have trying to approach people in, in English. English. Well, that's right. Like Felipe said that we were the first people that he'd accepted to come and stay with him, which is quite interesting because he didn't tell his mum that we were going to come and stay with him, <laughs> yeah. although she was really, really lovely about it um, and just kind of took us into her heart, even though it was her birthday as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He crashed, crashed her oh house. And, um, we showed up at her house, her four strangers. The day before, no, two days before her birthday, we left on her birthday and just she just really just made us at home. It was so good. But yeah, he wouldn't have answered if I'd written in English. So it was really good. Yeah, and Maroni's been uh, proofreading all of Linda's applications, so yeah. that's helped out <laughs> <Thanks>, as well. <laughs> Smooth. Well, um, any favourite stories or things that have kind of stood out that we want to finish on? No? No, it's just been great. And you should definitely visit Chile. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we'll be writing up some of our experiences and the places that we've visited and seen on IndieTravelPodcast.com. And I guess um, in a little while we'll be maybe putting together some guides for mm-hmm. the podcast for the places that we've been to. Yep. But um, for now, we'll wrap up our first thoughts and tips on traveling Chile. But before we go, we'd like to thank our sponsor again and tell you about a great initiative that they've set up. At worldnomads.com, you can also support a Footprints community development project when you purchase your travel insurance online. Worldnomads.com. Keep traveling safely. Now, remember, if you come to IndieTravelPodcast.com, you'll find the insurance link at the top of the page. That's where we have some of our experiences with travel insurance, and we show you why we chose World Nomads for our own travel insurance. And we bought it for this trip as well, so we really mm-hmm. like them. And so did I. Yeah. <laughs> so, Moroni didn't. Why didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Smooth. Well, thanks, Maroni, and thanks, Janine, for coming on the show today. So until next week, travel well.